it's it's Frown Town. What's ha- welcome to Frown Town? <laughs> it is How- Frown Town. Howdy. Howdy. Yeah, you're a cowboy now. <laughs> I'm I'm trying. I mean, I'm bouncing back and forth. I, I um I'm about to uh go up the East Coast, and then I will uh, be coming back to Seattle in September. So I'm Yay. essentially going to be just doing the whole, just a big uh, loop around the country. Uh, because, you know, apparently, um, you know, that little bug inside me that likes to do stupid things, it wasn't uh, satisfied with the road trip that I did in 2014, where I drove to Seattle in December uh, along the northern route from Boston. No, it wasn't satisfied with driving through a mountain range with cliffs off the side of the highway during um, an ice storm. Wouldn't you go through the Dakotas as well? Like, uh huh. I went through North. I went through North Dakota. Oh, you North Dakota in winter. And a- and <laughs> and get this. Not only did I go through North Dakota. But when I got to Montana, I didn't just go along 90, 94, you know, through Butte, or as I like to call it, Butt, Montana. But, but, of but. Course, of course I didn't do that. I went diagonally up through Montana along something called Route 200 uh, <laughs> to, to Kalispell. Route 200. No, thank um, you. Yeah, it's a two-lane highway. So I'm, yes. Uh... <laughs> Good job. I so you, but you. Mean I'm you just. I'm, I'm. I'm seeing America. You know. I'm seeing America. Mm. I've seen uh, America. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> in my drive from Alabama to Seattle, I was like, you know what? This whole seeing America thing. Overrated. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to DC for the first time. Um, oh, that is fun. Uh, there's a lot of crackheads. I should tell you that. Um, and I don't mean that to be rude to people who are doing crack. I'm just saying like there are a lot of people who do crack who will rob you. Like that is the vibe of DC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that like this isn't me taking shots at people who do whatever drug but what I'm saying is they will rob you in DC like that is my that's what I'm trying to help you understand and it's not like a I think I can talk my way out of this because I'm cute and I'm fun it's a a, you're chemically fueled you no and I I appreciate that because I have uh, lived in Seattle for far too long and as I like to say uh, Seattle doesn't have bad neighborhoods (laughs) people you does DC has some bad neighborhoods. People used to come up to uh, people. I I, I used to live um, uh, near the central district. And um, I, before I lived in a nice, the nice neighborhood of uh, green, green lake. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I used to live in the South end and I lived in um, the central, right on the border of the central district, kind of where Rainier is, you know? Um, and people would be like, uh, I don't know if I really want to come over to your house. It's like a kind of a rough area. And I couldn't figure out, there were like a few homeless people who like lived under the bridge nearby, but it didn't seem like that rough of a area. And I figured out after a little while, it was just cause that's where black people live in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. The CD is, uh, where I feel the most at home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I cannot figure out all the houses are really nice here. And you know as what? one of my friends told me, that's it's where like the well-to-do black folks live now. So yeah, like it's the high-class black people. Yeah, yeah. I guess the the uh, the old school uh, black Wall Street people would all be in C- the CD now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? I laugh about uh, people being scared of the CD because I used to I used to live in Everett, where uh-huh. I know we're saying that there's no bad <laughs> there's no bad neighborhoods in Seattle. I would I would uh I would like Everett, to Everett isn't Seattle. <laughs> I would like it's to see Everett. Everett. Yeah, Everett is. So the, in the apartment complex I lived in, and by the way, this is Frown Town. I'm Jay Jones. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I'm V Chatty. What's up? <laughs> what up? Uh, in the <laughs> apartment complex I lived in, one of my favorite notes I ever got from management was, uh, we are aware that people are kicking in doors and robbing, <laughs> and robbing people. We've notified the police. Lock your doors, and I was like, "Uh." <laughs> it sounds you're like where? So, so basically, you got sick of us telling you about it. It wasn't even like, "Oh man, we're doing something about it." It was just like, "Yeah, yeah, we know, we get it. People are kicking in doors and getting, and people are robbing people. Great. We told the cops that they're around. Just lock your doors and hope that you're not one of the people who get robbed." <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, I I feel like around um, uh, being in a in a small town in the south. 
for a few weeks. It's really, it's very different. I mean, I'm sure Dallas is different, but being mm-hmm. in a small town in small town Texas, it's just like I don't think that people even always lock their doors. No, you don't have to. In a lot of um, yeah. I, I so I guess uh, I, I'm not from a small town. I just actually my city in Alabama just became the largest city in the in the in the state. Uh, Huntsville is the largest city in the state of Alabama now. Oh, congratulations! Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's also the most liberal, which is I did want to good for uh, yeah. Alabama. I mean, when I say the most liberal, I mean they're still like right, mad right. red. But like, like while most of Alabama's like we hate people other than us, that part of Alabama's like mm, all right. We don't hate you, but I mean, like, as long as you're like, know your lane, we're good. Right. I feel like that's the vibe in, Al- in Huntsville. It's like, now, know your I, lane and we're good. I do want to say, uh, before we get into our topic today, that I want to make a prediction. Um, okay. And 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 this is basically, you know, my, my, my partner lives here, you know, full time and knows the politics much better than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, uh, uh, according to them, Texas was very close to going blue. Very. This last election. And so my I'm my feeling and it's not <laughs> is that uh, Texas is is very close to flipping. And then I saw a story recently yeah, that said, I, I think I sent it to you. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. You did send it to me. I don't know who sent it to you. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Who, who sent me that story? Someone did. Yeah. Uh, Jay sent me the story and it said that 95% of all um, like of new the growth in Texas. The growth. Yeah. yeah. So the new people coming into Texas, 95% of that growth is people of color. Um which is dope. Also, that makes it you the five percent. Congratulations! Yes, <laughs> I wanted to be am elite. the five percent elite. You're moving up. You're so close to one percent. You're so I'm close. I'm so close. If I was in the five percent category and OnlyFans, I, you know, I'd be set, man. Um, you'd be rich. Actually, I don't even uh, know. Nah, I, I assume you, you got to get up in. You got to get up in the one percent. Um, I was gonna say you'd be able to support. I was gonna say you'd be able to support yourself like if you were working like a mid level job, basically. I think right, that right. like, but like the one percent people are the ones who are like, all I do is just spend all my time taking pictures, and I don't mean to make the voice for it, but <laughs> 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 that's, that's what I thought initially. Uh, but yeah, so here's what's awesome. Uh, just as a side note, uh, 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 white people in America for the first time uh, are below 60% as a majority. They're at 58.5%. Uh, Hispanic groups are actually Latinx. Sorry, I got to quit using the language from the articles I read. Latinx <laughs> groups are uh, the <laughs> fastest growing groups in America. Uh, even black people jumped up like eight and a half percent. Now, <laughs> so- do you think, do you think this is because there's just more interracial relationships or um, like like we're <laughs> we're making more people of color because when white people typically have babies with people who aren't white, I other people are a, like, "Well, you're automatically a person of color." <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a I think it's a, a a conglomeration of a lot of different factors, but I think it's I think it's that combined with uh, the I don't want to say the acceptance of interracial relationships because it's not. There's still places where, like, I, I don't know if I'd be comfortable just walking up to a group of, like, white women and being like, guess what? I'm black. Um, <laughs> some places I'm not sure I'd be comfortable doing that. But I think it's it's the – there's more interracial relationships. I think also there are fewer uh, white people, like, immigrating to this country. Um, oh, that's you, right. Yeah, like, if you're – like, think about it. If you're, like – the traditionally white countries in uh, the, in Europe are all in better situations <laughs> than America. Like, it's better health care. The job situation is the same. The education level is the same. You don't have people I, I, I did – you know, I did no, – I did meet a Trump supporter in Dublin. Oh, there's the dude He who, was uh, an Irish – he was an Irish Trump supporter. <laughs> We're going to get into the actual media show, but I want to point out that there was there was a, a mass shooting in Britain. It was uh, the worst mass shooting in decades. Five people died. And no. the dude who did it was a Trump supporter, uh, literally said that he felt that he was from Arizona, claimed he was from Arizona, and he supported Trump. And there's all these like messages of him talking about how Trump was such a strong leader and how he was better than all the sissy leaders that he had. Wait, and is he, he shot and killed it, a bunch of people. Is he actually from Arizona or he was just like... No. He's from. If he's, you, from uh, he's like, if if men can be women, then I can identify as someone from Arizona. Exactly, and that's a better accent than I would have done. 
he's doing he's saying i'm from arizona with like a strong like south london accent and so like uh to that point um south london no british people the southwest that's where i'm from is the southwest but i would say that he's probably in in the minority of people in europe i think uh, especially over the last like I would say six years, America has not been a destination for white immigrants. I would just right, imagine right. they're like, no. Like, why would I go to a worse place? And it's 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 telling that uh, there's been so many Latinx immigrants and, like, brown and black immigrants into this country because all of those countries uh, have worse situations in some cases. Not all of them, but a lot yeah. of those countries have worse situations. And so that, that's why th- there's an influx. Uh, and I think that coupled with... Um, for it's, it was going to catch up so it's been proven that the more educated uh a group of women are the less they have children and i would argue that uh white women are the one of the most educated groups of um any demographic though i'm pretty sure black women probably are either close if not have surpassed them sure but that additional edu- that amount of education means they're not pumping out as many babies they're more career focused and more career oriented and i think that probably has impacted uh i would say has impacted white people more because of the access that they the amount of access or the larger amount of access they have to education and to career paths i think it's opened up some for black people. It's definitely opened up for, for uh, some Asian minorities, depending upon like the viewpoint of, of your, you know, your Asian, uh, I don't want to say Asianist, but your, your Asian um, origin. So like if you're from China or Korea or uh, from Japan, obviously like there's this, this edge towards uh, East Asians as opposed to South. Uh, I want to say South Asians. Yeah. But yes. long story short, uh that's all kind of happening right now, which is awesome, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, there's something I want to talk to you about. So you have driven um, over a large amount of America, like from state to state. I've done it before. Uh, yes. You know how we can do that? Like why we can drive? Do you know what people did before interstates? I talked to my no. grandfather about this before he died. Before interstates, going to another place was not guaranteed. <laughs> like you, before, you, If you're like in Alabama, you're like, I'm going to drive to California. Maybe. <laughs> well i'll say this i'll say this even now i you know i was driving on the road and it was like highway whatever is out due to mudslide like just the side of a mountain just fell right. down onto the road and um also there was apparently some dude so there was this mudslide and there were people uh-huh. trapped in cars and like they were trying to like i think it was in colorado or something and people were like like trying to get out and this dude got out of his car and he just found a backhoe or some big uh like equipment, equipment and he just started digging he just started digging people out yeah <laughs> and I mean, because it took the cops uh and the construction crew way too, too long to get there so he just started digging people out and they were tr- gonna try to arrest him apparently um but he decided that no like they decided no like he kind of saved people, so maybe yeah, it's we not shouldn't. Yeah, law to be a hero. Well, you know, if it, uh, Jay, if the liberals have their way, it'll be against the law to be a cop. Uh, and as we all know, they're heroes, so uh, I wouldn't speak barf. so fast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight super face. Super um, So here's wild about all of that. Uh, so highways are federally funded and this is all kind of stems back uh to like the 1950s when the government started just pumping money into highways Uh, it wasn't because like they were like we need people to have better things it was because uh so many goods were being shipped um across the country that it was actually easier to have like well-maintained highways and interstates so that you could ship goods from place to place yeah uh, because there's a lot of trucks it's a ton and they're really scary yeah you drive across country in a small car it's it's just trucks it's just all trucks all the time here here i am with my little trailer full of fucking half of my shit just driving down the highway and big trucks are like wow wow and uh they create wind it's a lot of trucks it's a lot of truck it's a lot it's a lot and so like uh right now in fact, here's a here's a statistic for you. I will read this to you. Uh, this is from The Guardian. 
In 2000 and, oh, I'm sorry, not 2000. In 1998, the American Society of Civil Engineers gave America's infrastructure, that's their bridges, their roads, uh, the highways, the interstates, uh, everything that we use to kind of support our uh, economy, because that is why we built it. We didn't build it for people. We built it for the economy. We just get to use it. Uh, it's a D. They got rated a D. It's uh, a... <laughs> the, the highways? Everything in 98. Do you know what is rated right now? Oh no! Oh, we're it's gotten failing. Better. It's got. It's oh, gotten better. No, it's okay. gotten better. <laughs> it's gotten better. It's a C minus now. So we were a D. <laughs> we went past D plus. Now we're yeah. C minus. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so here's some stuff that's happened in 2007. A bridge collapsed in Minneapolis because they didn't have infrastructure funding to oh. c- repair it. And so people people died. Yeah. Yeah, that deadly bridge collapsed, by the way. I guess I say that. People died because of it. In 2008, uh, because it was a presidential c- campaign, both parties talked about fixing the roads. And I don't know if you remember, but remember when Trump was president? I hate to take you back to that. Remember how every week was infrastructure week? It was like, here's infrastructure week. Infrastructure yeah. week. Yeah. So even Trump realized that like shit was broken and it needed to be fixed. We've known about this since 1998. Uh, the majority of Americans like who drive on the roads. I've been on Seattle roads. You have too. You know. Yeah. Every time I'm on the road, every time I'm on the road in Seattle between Seattle and Tacoma, I legit have a thought of, "Is my car broken?" Like, yep, yep. <laughs> like, is something wrong with my car? Like, because it's 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 so bad it's that so it sounds bad. like your car is broken. It's it's that bad. Well, and you can't just, you can't just like lay down, like, first of all, uh, if you've ever seen, uh, like a flower growing out of a crack in the concrete, like, you know how strong plants are and they will rip apart a highway. That's um, very poetic. <laughs> uh, but also like, you know, the changing seasons, you know, you have the, the highways expanding and like, uh, you know, something you'll notice as you travel across uh, you know, when you're in Seattle, you know, like the roads and the highway, they're black, right? Mm-hmm. You go to the south, you can't have a asphalt road <laughs> down here. You can. It's just it'll it melt. Will, it, the tire it will melt the tires. It'll melt the asphalt itself. Will melt. <laughs> in yeah, fact, the, in a the, lot of places in Texas, the interstate is like concrete because that's it's the only concrete. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's it's concrete uh, because it'll heat up. But that's the thing is like now with climate change as well. We've built these roads out of materials that were meant to exist in a certain environment. And now it's getting, uh, you know, first of all, people aren't adjusted. You know, as we saw, there was that 100-car pileup that happened mm-hmm. uh, last winter that was pretty messed up. That was right in, you know, the Dow- I think it was in that was between te- Dow- Fort Worth? Dallas? Dallas-Fort Worth Fort area? Worth? Yeah, Dallas-Fort yeah. Worth. It was right in the yeah, area yeah, that I'm at. little metropolitan, yeah. Yeah, and and I know, for, you know, from a few years ago, my mom told me, she said, when it snows here, we do not drive. <laughs> she, my yeah. mom knows how to drive in the snow. She grew up in upstate New York. She knows how to drive in the snow. She I won't drive it's because... don't drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you put your car in park, or if you have a stick, put it in neutral, pull up the parking brake, and then you get out, and then you don't drive because... It, you may be the best driver of all time in the snow. Yeah. Everybody else is not. And yeah. the one time I've been in the snow driving foolishly, I got hit by someone else. Yeah. I did great. They did not. So yeah. yes, you don't drive. Uh, so here's something I want to I want to point out, and I want to make this point before we start walking into what happened this week. This has been known since 1998. V, if you really think about it, uh, if you're a Republican, would you be against fixing roads? Well, no, because I love trucks. Well, not just that, but also like I love fucking commerce, right? Like, yeah. like I want I want commerce to happen. So if you're if you're a Republican, you shouldn't be against fixing roads. If you're a Democrat, you shouldn't be against fixing roads. Yeah. So the question that that really should be asked is why the fuck aren't these roads fixed yet? I yeah, can call uh, several John <laughs> Oliver. Like, there's can, been can multiple I just John say Oliver episodes? There was a there was a highway that was being uh well. There was an accident and they had to block off an entire highway. And so we had mm-hmm. to take a different highway. And um, on the one side, uh, it was a two lane highway. And on one side was, um, you know, the big trucks passing the opposite direction really mm-hmm. fucking fast. And on the other side, uh, there wasn't a line where the road and the and the dirt met. It was just a crack. 
like a cracked, cracked <laughs> pavement. And uh, yeah, with a trailer, that's very scary. Well, with anything, uh, that's very scary. I feel like everyone's probably terrified. But yeah, it, you worried the about the trucks were not off. scared. They no, did not seem they, scared. They don't have fear. They're the biggest things on the road. If you hit them, you'll die. They'll move. <laughs> um, it's, the, the thing that will... That, that, they the have a deadline. The point that we're making here is that uh, what we have seen um, since 1998. So that's... God, there's so many years I'm having a hard time putting it together. That's old uh, enough to drink. Fuck. Yeah, that's like 22, 23 <laughs> years. Actually, no, it's just two plus 22 or 21. So it's 24, 23 years, 24 years uh, next year. Um, what has almost, happened almost is, old enough to rent a car. What has happened? And, and here's the thing Republicans have been in control of both, of all the House, of all parts mm. of the government, as have Democrats in that time. Yeah. So it's not like they haven't had the power to do it. Yeah. So the the question is, and, and here's the one last thing I'll point out, and then we're gonna dive into this bill because it's it's huge, and we'll talk about it. The last thing I want to point out, and, and the reason I'm doing this is because uh, there's been a lot of this hurrah and hoopla around this bill, and it's like this like bipartisanship and democracy win again. But what I want to point out is that this has been a problem. That should have been fixed in 98. And there's been opportunities to fix the problem since 98. And yes. there have been opportunities for both parties. I'm not here excoriating Republicans solely. I'm here to excoriate everyone. Because ultimately, we as a people have all wanted this to happen since fucking 98. Yes. There's multiple yes. John Oliver episodes about this. And if there's a John Oliver episode about it, <laughs> there's one... <laughs> there's one it's like all right well this shit must be a problem but there's more than one it's like fuck the only thing that john oliver really does multiple episodes about are epidemics so like if he's done multiple infrastructure <laughs> episodes it's a fucking <laughs> epidemic the majority of americans when polled say yeah we want to do something about infrastructure and it hasn't happened and then the one and then when it did happen and let's talk about how it got passed one Republicans realized that if they did not come to the table to actually sit down and make this a bipartisan deal, Democrats would pass it without them and take all the credit for it. Mm. Let's just that that's the that's where they came to the table at. They didn't come to the table at any other point. So the only point reason they came to the table is because this is our only opportunity to be part of something. Two, let's also point out that uh even though they came to the table, many of them were just trying to drag the bill down. Hmm. And that there's a belief in our politics right now that there is that it is better to not do anything to obstruct and hurt the other party than actually work together to build legislation to help everyone. And that's the overarching belief. We wouldn't be here if Democrats weren't like, fuck it, we're not going to work with you if you're not if you don't want to. And Republicans wouldn't have worked with Democrats if they hadn't said, fuck it, we're not going to work with you if you don't want to. So, like, this is a broken thing. And, and the thing I want us all to take away from this is while we talk about this infrastructure bill, it's great that it's happened. This shit is broken. And it took 23 years to do something when it should have taken a year. And while... Our politicians, when they're coming out for a re-election and all the Senate and, and congressmen, Congress people, excuse me, that are coming at back for re-election are like, oh, look at all the stuff I've done. I, I'm thinking about congressmen because I'm, I'm saying bad things about this, these people. Yes. And they come back to you and they're like, oh, look at all the stuff we did. Remind them that this is some shit that you should have done in 98, motherfucker. And not only should it is a failure that you just got it done now and you should be held like you passed it. And now we're going to kick your ass out of office because it took you fucking 24 years. <laughs> <laughs> like do you under and as we go through each one of these things what you'll notice is that america has fell behind in all of these categories if you have ever lived overseas every category of this address is a point where america has fallen so far behind we're, we can't even really claim to be almost a developed country there's so much yeah. bullshit that we have that that's that's broken in this country that we're like oh we're the greatest on earth no we fucking aren't we don't even have fucking working trains like, <laughs> Like, you, you fucking exploited Chinese labor for a fucking decades. For what now? Like, it, and now if you look, like, if you saw, like, well, fucking and the thing, Chinese la The thing is, is when they were put in, they were really nice. Uh, 
it, they, yeah. but they haven't been maintained. Uh, correct. And it's like, you exploited people for decades to build yeah. these railway systems, and then you just fucking let them... It's an insult. Like, I yeah. get it. I'm not saying we should have exploited people. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying, if you do that, like, at least fucking make it count. Because it's like, that, that would be tantamount to me as a black person, uh, like, having my ancestors wake up, and they're like, oh, so wh- wh- why is your, any of your clothing cotton? Oh, we don't even do cotton anymore. We just got rid of it completely. They'd be like, fucking what? Like, that was that's how it would feel if i had to talk to like one of my ancestors about how we no longer use cotton because it's a terrible material i mean we we do we use cotton but i'm saying that's what it would feel like i feel anyway all right so i'm done on that little rant (laughs) infrastructure bill um oh i did i do want to say i when i did drive into texas i saw this sign it it was an old it looked like an old billboard and Uh it it had like texas something.com but the dot in dot com was a cotton flower (laughs) and i was like this was not made for black people. Huh. <laughs> but the town that I was in, like when Maybe I they're stopped. Known for cotton. Well, when I stopped there and went into the gas station, I was like the only white person there. But I guess if there was cotton, there was probably Maybe they're black known people for back in the day. <laughs> Well, there's a solid chance that you're the only white person there because uh, after slavery was done, right. uh, everyone moved out to other places and the black people just ended up living there and sharecropping and maybe owning land, hopefully, fingers crossed, but probably sharecropping. Uh, that was a huge thing in Texas. So there's a lot of like mad black communities uh, that, that exist makes sense. now. Yeah. Tuskegee was one of those places where my family's from, uh, well, my, my parents and my grandparents. Essentially what oh, happened is after slavery- yeah. What? Yeah, yeah there there was some. That was a happy place, right? Tuskegee, no, Alabama. It was, it was terrible. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, basically after slavery, uh, a lot of black people stayed there and sharecropped, uh, and their families ended up being, you know, coming out of that area because, uh, you know, where else could they go? Yeah, I, I, I had a hard time deciding. I was like, is the cotton flower meant to be like? Because I was like, oh no, is that supposed to be like, uh, oh hey, just wink, wink, we're racist here, uh, or <laughs> or is it like? Uh, you know, people proud of not proud. How do I put it? They can be people- proud of their their cotton. Yeah, their cotton growing. Like they like today, growing cotton is nothing wrong with like they're, 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 they're slaves. <laughs> they have slaves today. There's nothing wrong with cotton. Like I I feel like it's uh I understand the trepidation, but it's it's it feels innocent until like you really and also remember, uh, no one in Texas has been educated about their past. <laughs> that's true and honestly being a white person who's who's spent as long as i have in seattle i'm probably just overthinking everything that i see in the sensitivity (laughs) if it makes you feel any better that's how every black person feels in the south it's always like hold on is this well it's like i brought my part my partner uh brought me to this place uh and, and my partner is is black and from like Texas grew up here and they brought me to a place called Redneck Heaven, which rest in peace, Redneck Heaven. It's, it was a, it's a restaurant or it was a restaurant, oh, kind of like, like a Hooters. Uh, Hooters or uh, yeah. Twin Peaks. But like, but yeah, but like Hooters, but like in the nineties Hooters, it was great. And we went in there to do minnow wait, shots. What is Ho- wait, I haven't really been to a Hooters, uh, Hooters since, has like, become a lot more family friendly. Um, How? <laughs> they changed the outfits. They changed Get the fuck out of town. The menu, yeah. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up on my own. You don't have to explain this to me, but please. But continue. yeah, uh, Redneck Heaven. We went to do minnow shots. They put a live minnow into your alcohol of choice, and then you do and you do minnow shot. And we walked in, and I tapped them on the shoulder and went, "Uh oh," because there was a giant Confederate flag. On the wall, because of course there is. It's a place called Redneck Heaven. And I was like, oh, should we be here? And they look at me and kind of rolled their eyes. And they were like, yeah, so this is, sorry, this is Texas. I just saw the, I just saw the, <laughs> no, no, that those, the, the wide eyes were, I just saw the costume change for Hooters. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I haven't been to a Hooters. And this, is, this wasn't because of the costume change. I just haven't been to a Hooters since. <laughs> Since this costume change has happened, clearly, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, then what's the yeah, point?" Yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't been to a Hooters since I was like a child because I used to hang out at Hooters as a child a lot because my mother worked there and she was a single mom. I, um, I used to hang out at Hooters a lot because I, I like looking at women. Yeah, not fully clothed. I, I, I mean, no, we cheered. We cheered her it. on. We cheered her on for the wet T-shirt yeah. contest and everything. I was. I was very much into Hooters for the Hooters. Uh, <laughs> That's the best part of the show. But yeah, uh, <laughs> it was one of those things where my partner was like, 
like me as a white person, I was more sensitive to the fact, like I, I was acting more sensitive to the fact that there was a Confederate flag than they were because they live in a place where they see them all the time and it's just not yeah. worth it for them to get upset about it. Yeah. I guess they're not going away. Yeah. I, I'm not bothered by it. Like I, it's, it's more just, uh, and I've said this before, it's more just like, Oh, cool. I just need to leave you alone. Dope. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. not going to have, we're not going to have a conversation on the elevator. Cool. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. So, uh, we're going to go to break cause it's been uh, 30 minutes. When we come back, we're going to dive into the infrastructure bill, uh, and the reconciliation, uh, well resolution right now, the budget reconciliation resolution, uh, that's going to become a bill later. We infrastructure. Rest in yeah, peace. Route infrastructure 66. Infrastructure week. <laughs> <laughs> Infrastructure week. Infrastructure week. Infra- infrastructure I did the whole week. break. Infrastructure <laughs> week. Infrastructure week. It's infrastructure week here on Frown Town. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, we're taking a book out of Trump's playbook. We're going to... No, we're taking a page out of Trump's playbook, not the entire the book. The sky above you and the ground beneath you. So now, uh, we spent a lot of time uh, setting everyone up for our conversation about infrastructure to yes, help you understand... That what so this is gonna sound like mad congratulatory and it's not on purpose. The, <laughs> the infrastructure bill is twenty fucking seven hundred pages. Yeah, it is available for reading. By the way, you can read it. It is twenty seven hundred pages long. We usually like to read the uh fuck that you know, shit, son. the bills, but <laughs> yeah, no. twenty seven both- fucking hundred pages. Like the long, like I've read the Bible before, and it's like twenty three hundred pages. And that took me a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, there's also, yeah, there's a lot. The Bible is a lot like reading laws because you're just like, uh, and then so and so begat so and so, and then so and so begat so and so. There are entire sections of the Bible that are just law. Like, it's just like. Yeah, but those those parts are at least exciting. No, it's not. Who cares about, like. It's more exciting than naming whose dad came before whose dad. Yes, but it's like if an animal has a cleft palate, but not a split hoof, (laughs) it does not chew cud, you cannot eat that. But if it does have a cleft palate and a split hoof and chews cud, you may eat of its flesh, for it is clean. Like, that shit is not exciting. It's like, all right, so I I can eat. Anything that chews cut, which by the way, rabbits are included in that. Okay, so let's talk about. <laughs> yeah, rabbits are kosher. Who knew? Uh, so let's talk about this trillion dollar infrastructure bill because we're doing kind of the same thing we did for the first 30 minutes, which was <laughs> so we wouldn't have to do it. Um, so it's 2,700 pages long. Uh, we will put links in the notes uh, to uh, articles that explain it as well as to the actual text of the bill. CNN is hosting it uh, right now. I don't know how long they're going to be hosting it, but it's there. So, I mean, I guess I could always download it and host it myself but fuck that i'm not spending money on this so uh-huh. here's what we're gonna do uh cnn has an explainer we're gonna walk through the explainer we'll call out specific things uh there's something that happened with uh the budget reconciliation we're gonna talk about uh but here's what you need to know about this bill uh, for infrastructure there is a one trillion dollar infrastructure bill and then there is a budget resolution of three and a half trillion together this is a four and a half trillion package that uh biden is going to ideally use to fulfill the majority of his campaign promises like not uh-huh. any of the shit that was like we're gonna do stuff for uh, minorities and black people none of that shit just <laughs> just the basic stuff um so one thing that we have talked about is the fact that uh roads and bridges and infrastructure in america are poor they're c minus right now so this bill oh, is man. going to my dad loves bridges yeah jeff I, bridges I love them too uh i hate that joke uh <laughs> <laughs> So uh, here's what you also need to know about this infrastructure bill. It's a trillion dollars. Uh, if we were going to really fix all of America's infrastructure, we would spend $2.6 which is why the $3.5 trillion budget resolution is important. So in the trillion dollar bill that is currently being touted as the bipartisan bill where Republicans sat down and they shook hands and they came up with this shit together, uh, $110, or excuse me, $110. <laughs> $110 billion are being invested in roads, bridges, and major infrastructure projects, which your dad mm. would love. Jeff Bridges yes. is going to get part of that $110 billion. <laughs> uh, it is also including $40 billion for specifically for bridge repair, replacement, and rehabilitation, which is huge because we talked about the fact that bridges are falling apart all over the country. Um, here's how many bridges need to be fixed, by the way, just to put a number on it. 
45,000 bridges need to be fixed. Oh, no. 173,000 miles. Thousand? That's thousand with a thousand? Yeah, 45,000. Uh, so when it comes to bridges, if you got a dollar for each bridge you fixed, it would be more money than some people make in a year. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, and then here's the kind of beautiful part about this. Uh, they're going to do things to help climate change mitigation on this. So uh, adding cyclist lanes, making bridges more safe for all users, uh, make sure that they're more resilient, uh, and then make sure that the bridge has equitable access for everyone. Mm. That's all kind of tied into this. Um, there's also $11 billion included in this uh, 100 and what is 112? 100, excuse me, 110, specifically for transportation safety. So okay. looking for ways to reduce uh, cyclists and pedestrian fatalities, which is kind of a, a large problem along roads. That's actually a lot of money to make sure that roads are safe. That's actually yes. kind of nice. Uh, that money also goes to funding highway, truck, and pipelines and hazardous material safety efforts. So if they're existing and they need to be updated, that money will go towards that, just basically towards safety. And then here's something that's fun. A uh, billion dollars to reconnect communities. There is a community that was highlighted um, in Florida where they ran a highway through their neighborhood, the land they owned. It forced them to come out of the land that they owned and they paid them a negligible amount. And it was land that had been part of their family uh, since the relief of slavery essentially uh and so it had a huge emotional impact they're going to spend a billion dollars uh to fund planning design demolition and reconstruction of street grids parks and other infrastructure with Whoa. the mindset of it helping to kind of reconnect some of these communities that got destroyed um basically through racism because the reason they picked the black neighborhoods to run through is because they're like oh this shit doesn't mean anything and so there's that so that's all going, that's all the $110 billion that's going towards the roads, the bridges, and that basic uh, highway infrastructure. But V, there's more. Oh. It's a 2,700 page. I was trying to do like a whole weird voice. It didn't work. There's uh, a lot more. $39 billion is going to go to modernize public transit, specifically uh, buses, passenger, and freight rail, which is dope. It also is going to... Uh, really give money to help buses and trains be replaced with zero emission models so that kind of helps towards climate change um it's not as much as is needed but i mean it's nice and it should be noted that amtrak is getting a solid amount of this money and i'm half and half on this right so like i i want amtrak to be better but also like i don't want to just give them money because they haven't proven that they can do things with money right like it's not like they haven't had money given to them before I've, I've taken amtrak it takes so you would think that like it's a train uh-huh and it's a track it's not like a highway where there's like traffic way faster you think it'd be faster than driving but no it's way no. longer so there's a couple reasons for that let's walk through it uh one there's not enough rails uh so there aren't enough mm -hmm. rails so there's there's freight and passengers running on the same rails mm -hmm. uh two the rails aren't set up for high-speed bullet trains they're just set up for your normal run-of-the-mill trains which go just at like regular 60 or 70 regular chugga-chugga-choo-choos yeah it just goes at 60 or 70 miles per hour which is like the same speed you can go in your car uh in other places when you you visit other countries and to be fair other countries have a smaller amount of well china does it but they've somehow managed to do this other countries <laughs> have a smaller amount of space to try to like you know build transit ways across so I, I get it but like you know when i lived in korea for example there was a bullet train that ran throughout the entire country and hit all the major cities uh and you could be from one side of the country busan to the other in seoul in two hours nice. driving by car it would take you like five or six hours to do that so Damn. I mean, it's, it's, and the bullet train flew and there it was uh it had a track that was dedicated specifically to passenger bullet trains and that was why it was so good it was built for that and and hopefully this helps but i don't believe in amtrak being <laughs> able to like like you can give them money and i feel like in five years they'll be like yeah we still suck dog like is i feel it, like that's what it, we're gonna get isn't amtrak's slogan like we'll get you there I feel like their slogan is, we still suck, and we don't know why. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get you there, eventually. Yeah, we'll get you there. <laughs> Alive? Maybe. <laughs> we'll get you there somehow. We'll buy you a ticket on an airport, and we'll fly you there. That's how Amtrak works while you're dead. Uh, so Amtrak <laughs> is getting that money, which, again, I think railway money is good, uh, especially for freight rail. I think that's something that has not gotten a lot of infrastructure in this country. It'd be great if we could put down some passenger rails and maybe get some bullet trains in here, but, I mean, that's hoping for too much uh let's talk about something that is actually super useful for us Brought why why don't v. we you know if any country should have a, 
uh, a train that's named after bullets, it should be America. Not true because we the love bullets. bullets. No, we don't. The Washington Bullets used to be the Washington Bullets. You know what they are now? The Wizards, because we hate bullets. We we changed the name from the bullets to the. No, wizards. just those those liberals in Seattle hate bullets. We wouldn't we wouldn't even be able to call it a bullet train. We would have to call it something <laughs> stupid. Like it'd be like a whiz train or Ew. go fast train. <laughs> oh, get, uh, get on the go fast train. Oh, go <laughs> hey, hey uh, go get on the zoom zoom. <laughs> Yeah, it, I guarantee it, 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 it'll be the Zoom train you, sponsored you by know fucking it's, Zoom. You, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking Zoom. I guarantee you that, like, oh, the Zoom train sponsored by Zoom. And, and you have to say the sponsored by Zoom part every time. I fucking believe that's what would happen. <laughs> Let's cover the rest of this. Uh, broadband V, $65 billion going to improving the nation's broadband infrastructure, which is dope for people who are in rural areas. Guess yeah. where you live? You live in a rural area. <laughs> yeah. I do not. It's sort of rural. It's so, I it's have rural the internet. To, that's true. Well, th- there are rural areas, however, that don't have uh, the speed or the capabilities of. Oh, absolutely! Uh, yeah. Again, traveling across country, there are just yeah. not as much as like not as much as like Dakotas, but you go through <laughs> you go through places, and you're just like, oh, I guess I just don't have cell phone service for six hours at a time. Oh, my favorite is when uh, there are places I've been in Alabama where like your cell phone switches to like like you know normally it has like four switches 5G, to whatever. roaming. Fucking R. Like, our, our GPRS. And I'm like, I haven't seen this shit since the 90s. <laughs> like, what if, like, your whole phone downgraded and all of a sudden you're taking uh, pic- pictures and, like, not even one megapixel? What was that one that started with a V? Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> the thing or, I took my like, first selfie on. <laughs> or, like, you're uh... <laughs> You're, you now have to hit the button uh, five times to get to your every letter because congratulations, you don't have enough. <laughs> your <laughs> iPhone just turned into a flip phone. <laughs> it's just a flip phone now while you're here. It's just a flip phone. <laughs> um, I think this, this is also good because uh, like there are some people who are working remote who have to pay a lot for internet if they're yeah. in a rural area. This is going to lower prices for them. Well, uh, and there's will... just people don't realize like how much le- like there. When you hmm, you don't realize how much of your life relies on having internet access and cell phone access until you don't have that internet or cell phone access. Yeah. Like yeah. there are parts of the country that exist in a completely different space. And part of the reason that there's so much economic depression and despair is the fact that people don't have access to resources like the internet. They have to like go to like, I don't know, the library if they have a library. But like I've been to towns. I went to this town, Medina, North Dakota. Uh, and there was like 300 people there and I needed, you know, I needed breakfast. So I stopped there and there, it was one of those towns where they're like, had to drive like 60 miles just to go to the grocery store. They're like, yeah, we used to have a doctor, but he died. Like, <laughs> they don't. Didn't have a doctor take him to. Uh, <laughs> it's like, physician, heal thyself. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think, and it, not just that, V, but also like, uh, it's a boost for the economy in the area because, um, you know, if I live in Medina I and I have internet, I can start an Etsy shop to like supplement my income. That's exactly. money that's coming in that I didn't spend in Medina that kind of gets, you know, it, it makes it part of the larger uh, national economy. And um, I'm willing to bet if they do have internet in those smaller areas, they only have one provider. And this yeah. bill will help boost competition. So if there's more than one provider and there's better infrastructure for everyone, that means the they have to compete faster and the prices will be better. And that's yes. the catch is, is that for a lot of areas, especially rural areas and low income areas where the internet is uh, piped in, it's done um, at a lesser, to a lesser extent as high income areas and non-rural areas and it also has less competition, and this is supposed to combat that. Right. Um, let's keep going. $17 billion is going to be invested in airports, basically just port infrastructure. Uh, so uh, waterways, uh, water ports, and then $25 billion in airports in general for repair and maintenance. Uh, if you've been into uh, enough airports around the country, you know you need that. There's an airport I was at. Yeah. I want to say, I can't remember what airport it was at, but it looked like it was from the 70s, and I hated it. It was like, like the, I went to the bathroom, and it had like uh, the 70s tile you know the 70s tile where it's like brown and yellow yes it was just brown and yellow tile and i was like what the fuck like i was really angry <laughs> i was 
was like, why do I have to pee in fucking segregation? Um, was, <laughs> I was furious. Uh, here's more. Uh, $7.5 billion are going to help uh, rebuild the electric grid and also put in specifically uh, lo- zero and low emission buses and ferries and pl- plug in vehicle chargers. It, well, and, and also, I mean, if you saw what happened in Texas with yeah. the rolling blackouts, I mean, there are still rolling blackouts down in the South regularly mm-hmm. because the infrastructure, it, it's not just about the cold temperatures not meant to handle it. Um, it's also lack of money. Not yeah. that some of the people who well, I mean, less, so so it's also it's also does it, Republicans. Does it, take tw- does it take twenty eight years to raise enough money to solve things? Because they've known for twenty. <laughs> That's the problem with it. Like so, every time someone's like, "Well, you know," yeah, we but all money. these all you these guys saved for twenty eight years. Yeah, all yeah, of these dudes who are voting on this shit, they're not fucking driving themselves. Well, not even, but places, but 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 here's was and, and I think that the issue with that is so. It's it's not just in Texas with the cold. Remember here uh, during the summer, like re- literally the heat is melting electrical wires. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's it's not just there. And I think it's it's like in Texas case, they had a long ass period of warning. In some other places, they may not have had that much warning. I think yeah. it, like especially in the, the one because we talked about this, how uh, they known since what, 98 that, yes. God, why does everyone know everything since 98? We didn't do shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, it I, makes I wanna, me. I I understand why like Gen Xers are so like blase about everything now. They're just like they didn't yeah. do shit. <laughs> we tried to fi- we tried to fix stuff, but you know whatever. Why try? Uh, that, that's money that's going uh, specifically to putting up charging stations as well. So like that's to help encourage people to buy electrical vehicles. Right now, um, unless you're like in a place like Seattle or Portland or a more technologically driven town, yeah, it's difficult to find electric electric. <laughs> Dude, we definitely saw Tesla broken down on the side of the road, and I'm like, probably just need to be charged. It Ooh. probably just needed to be charged. They, were just like, <laughs> they thought they luck, could go bro. on a cross-country road trip with a Tesla. And here's here's what's wild about that. Like, if your Tesla's on the side of the road, like, you can't grab a... What, do you just go get a battery and walk it to a charging station and charge it up? Like, you can't grab, like, a can yeah, what do we, what do you? gas. I mean, gas stations are it? hours away from each other, even. How do you start a Tesla? I like, don't that's know. Does, like, even, does AAA <laughs> give you a charge? Will AAA I, cover a Tesla? I don't know. I truly don't know. <laughs> I assume Tesla, I bet Tesla has some service that you have to pay for that comes with it. Uh-huh. I, I'm not rich enough to understand this. We got to keep going. So <laughs> $65 billion is going to uh, that electrical grid that's and also water infrastructure. So like uh, service lines and pipes so that communities have access to drinking water. Like Flint, that doesn't have that. That'd be great. They could use that. Um, $21 billion is going towards environmental remediation and it specifically calls up Superfund and Brownfield sites. Uh, reclaiming abandoned man- mine land and uh, capping orphic gas wells. So just cleaning up where we were like, companies came in, stripped the land, they were like, fuck this shit, we're not doing it. Uh, so this is a lot of money, a uh, trillion dollars. Essentially, this would drive the uh, country into uh, the deficit $350 billion more. Mm. Um, but what they have said According to the lawmakers, they think the bill will pay for itself because they are going to uh, do some taxes, uh, tax raising. raising. There's mm-hmm. going to be some efficiency where they're going to save roughly uh, $22 billion in ta- savings. Though, uh, well, actually, the CBO said $22 billion. Lawmakers said $263 billion. So there's a real discrepancy between what lawmakers feel would be saved and what the CBO feels will be saved. But lawmakers feel they'll save $263 million. <laughs> Excuse me. They'll get $90 million of spending uh, and new spending and, and like for the next fiscal year and then they'll also raise 50 billion by imposing imposing new fees and they'll pull all the money uh for covid benefits so remember uh there was all this money that was sent out for pandemic unemployment to the states but the states cut it early and so there's this money left over mm. they feel that they have 53 billion dollars that's just going to come from that so with all of that together they feel that they're going to be able to fund this bill uh through itself so a trillion dollars to do all that and that's where the money comes from um, I've done enough uh, editorializing and critiquing of this bill already. So let's talk about the budget reconciliation process. Um, specific, 
specifically why they're doing it, uh, what it is, and where we are. So uh, the budget reconciliation bill will be $3.5 trillion to do more stuff that Republicans would not sign on to do. Uh-huh. So this is bipartisan. The $1 trillion bill is. The $3.5 trillion budget reconciliation bill will not be. It'll be completely Democratic sponsored. And here is why. Uh, Republicans just would not negotiate this. In fact, if you remember a long time ago when they were talking about infrastructure, Biden started off at $3 trillion and then all of a sudden it was $1 trillion. This is the rest of the stuff that Biden wants to do. Um, it is not a full bill yet. It hasn't been written. All they have right now is a resolution, which is like them saying, here's what we're going to do. So let's... Let's talk about the resolution. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, God, I'm so tired. Uh, <laughs> okay, so uh, this is not going to be as categorized as the uh, bill that we just went through because this uh-huh. is just a resolution. So it calls for establishing a universal pre-K program for three and four-year-olds and a new child care benefit for working families. They would invest $200 billion in this. Uh, and the average family um, with children would save $13,000 a year when implemented. Uh, 13000 Yeah, they save $13,000 a, a year. Well, think about how much, like, you don't have children, I don't have children, so we don't pay for daycare. But if you ever talk to your friends who have children about how much they pay for daycare, that shit is expensive. My friends who have children, they have children. Suck. No. Uh-huh. And they have... <laughs> One thing they don't have, you, though, bro. is money. <laughs> or time. Or, or sanity. time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they sacrificed all those things for their children. Um, so they would get $13,000. There's also a tax credit that would help. Um, and then here's something that is interesting about this. Uh, so there are a large amount of children that live in poverty. This would actually... Uh, those kids should them- get a job. <laughs> 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 so this would actually give them uh, more money. And they want to bring uh, childcare workforce wages up to fifteen dollars an hour. Oh my God! People are making right now less than fifteen dollars an hour. The average for child, the average childcare worker earns twelve twenty four an hour. Damn. Yeah. I used to babysit, and um, granted, I only got paid five dollars an hour, but a I lot was more stuff to get. I was a child. <laughs> I'm just saying you should get paid more than that because kids will kick you in the face. I'm not trying to cut you off. Tell your go story. Ahead. We got a lot, we no, got go a lot ahead. more to go through. This is just a small portion. <laughs> like, it's so much. And and for people who are listening, I'm gonna put all this in the the notes. Uh so let's let's just burn through all of this. Give me like a, a hot two minutes, V, and then all let's, right. let's just talk about it all. So here we go. We're going through all of this. <sighs> Tuition would be free for two years at community colleges. The federal government would cover 75% of the average tuition costs in each state. The Pell Grant Award and investments in historically black colleges and universities would be increased. They would provide uh, approximately $1,400 in additional assistance to low-income students. They would be the first federal paid and medical leave benefit. The very first one ever. There would be up to 12 weeks of guaranteed paid parental, family, and personal illness safe leave. In 10 years, basically, uh, there'd be an expansion of the child tax credit. $1.9 trillion in coronavirus rescue relief would all go uh, towards that. Um, there, Each of these families would get $3,600 for each child under six and $3,000 for each one under age 18 with that ch- child tax credit. <sighs> There's more. There would also expand Medicare to add dental, vision, and hearing, as well as lowering their eligible, el- eligibility age from 65 to 60. Uh... They would also extend the Enhanced Affordable Care Act subsidies. They would reduce the amount uh, that Obamacare rollers have to pay to no more than 8.5% of their income. They would invest more in home and community-based services to help seniors, the disabled, and home care workers. Up to $400 billion are are what is earmarked, but we'll see what happens after that. It also calls for creating a new federal health program for Americans who live in states that do not have expedited Medicaid under the Affordable Care Act. There's a dozen states that have yet to actually expand their Medicaid, and this expansion effort in Missouri, for example, is stuck in court. So there would be this expansion that would happen. There would be a lowering in the price of prescription drugs, uh, which would save hundreds of billions of dollars, and they would be pushing to do that. It would call for promoting health equity by investing in maternal, behavioral, and racial justice health measures. It would combat climate change. Oh, my God. It would call for implementing <laughs> new polluter fees, uh, creating new consumer relatables, or excuse me, rebates for home electrification and weatherization, clean energy, manufacturing and transportation tax incentives, grants, and electrifying 
electrify federal vehicle fleets uh, and the buildings would be uh, make more um, efficient and reduce carbon emissions to help prevent uh, and also spend money to help prevent wildfires. It would also invest in agricultural conservation, drought and forestry programs. It would invest even more money in infrastructure because we said those roads needed $2.6 trillion. They're only investing about $110 billion. So they would put even more investments. They would improve aging veterans administration hospitals. They would boost American manufacturing, uh, spend money for job training and workforce development programs. Also, it would invest in affordable housing, Native American infrastructure, and it would create uh, the Civilian Climate Corporations. It's uh, thousands of young people to work conserving public lands and waters, uh, and bolstering community resilience by advancing environmental justice. It would also call for providing green cards to millions of immigrant families and workers. We are done. Oh my God. <sighs> Wait, so, that, so that's all in this one bill? It's not a bill yet. It's a resolution. And that's what they're trying to write into a bill. So here's uh, okay, how Okay, so work. resolutions, they're like... Hey, we're going to do a thing. We're going to write a bill that says this. And so they're fighting about this right now because uh, if you're a progressive, a lot of progressive initiatives in this and you want to make yeah. sure that they get, you know, make it to law. Yes. Uh, this is a resolution. This is what they're saying they're going to do. The resolution passed in the Senate and uh, the resolution passed in the Senate with a lot of very troubling amendments uh, being voted upon because of a voterama, which I thought I was going to have time to explain. And I think I might have time to explain, but we're going to run over. So let's talk about what a voterama is real quick. Uh, a voterama is when we have a, a resolution. Voterama. Have a resolution or bill. And the resolution or bill, we go through all the amendments. Uh, the amendments can be as simple as as like me writing on a sheet of paper and being like, I got an, an amendment and then we all vote on it. We spend a minute to debate the amendment and then we spend 10 minutes voting and then we move forward. Uh, this could take all night and this did happen. Uh, Republicans did this to try to prevent the resolution, or not even prevent, but just to, uh, because they, they, they can't prevent the resolution from passing. There's enough Senate Democrat, Democrats to just vote it through. All so right, they so they want to pick it apart. Not even that. They want to create uh, political moments that they can then use in campaign ads to denigrate Democrats. Oh. So some of the resolutions were things like a ban on critical race theory, uh, uh, 100,000 uh-huh. new cops. Um, <laughs> it was things, right. And, and so- 100,000 new cops. Just give us, yeah. just, just, yeah, well, you, you're, you're going to give people green cards. How about this? 100,000 cops. <laughs> so what they did is that they have been, Republicans have been Every trying to Every baby is now a cop. Yeah. So what they did is that uh, Republicans have been saying for the longest time that Democrats are anti-police. Um, yeah. They want to defund the police because there are certain specific Democrats like Cori Bush, Rashida Tlaib, Tlaib uh-huh. uh, Pramila Jayapal, uh, I could name more, that have said, like, yo, we don't like the cops. We don't yeah, maybe less want cops. the cops. We want to defund the cops. Uh, and so they were like hoping that they would vote for this. And then later they could go back and be like, Rashida Tlaib doesn't want the cops. They want to go uh, and do that. Yeah. Uh, but what happened is Democrats just voted yes for all these. Because here's the thing. And I'm, I'm half and half on this. I was mad about this. But also, like, and there was a lot of fury about this on Twitter. From a political standpoint, this is kind of brilliant. But from like a personal standpoint, I fucking hate this. Political yeah. standpoint, this is a resolution. There's no guarantee that this is going to get in the bill. And right. Because Democrats control the Senate and the House by slim majorities, they can just put whatever the fuck they want to put into this reconciliation bill and pass it. Hell yeah. Because they only need a a slim majority. So 51 votes is all you need to get this by. So all these like proposed amendments and the votes in the proposed amendments are only, uh, it's for show. Okay. Uh, So like, wow, I'm upset that uh, even for show, you wouldn't stand up for black people. So it's like, it's like a, a pageant yeah and and so like it's 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 for it is pageantry it is so that politically i have barbs to throw at you when it's your turn for re-election and, and like i said i would love uh, if you stood up for i would love if you stood up for black people both in show and in action but if you're only gonna do in like sh- stand up for them in action i'll choose action like if you have like real, real, We'll stand with you in show or we'll stand with you in action, but not both. I'll take action. So yeah. none of these amendments, despite their willingness to vote for it, uh, will make it to this reconciliation bill, most likely. Uh, <clears throat> but because it is a resolution, the problem that many progressives have is that, you know, these all sound good. But until we see the bill, we don't believe you. We need more people. Right. That's a Jay-Z quote. I just realized you wouldn't get it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a Jay-Z quote. And I just realized, as I said, I was like, I bet V's never heard 
heard that song. Um, so here's the deal, V. Uh, <laughs> I haven't delved into Jay Z's uh, catalog it's, lately. It's bad. It's not <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. I mean, he's a great lyricist, but he's a terrible human being. Um, <laughs> The thing that is happening currently is that many uh, House progressives, because the Senate has passed the budget resolution, they passed the infrastructure bill, is now with the House and Nancy Pelosi. And many of the House Democrats who are progressive are saying that they will not vote for uh, the $1 trillion infrastructure bill if uh. they do not have a written reconciliation bill available for them to review because their fear is that they'll do this stuff for the one trillion and then just get tossed to the side like they always have mm. uh, when the resolution bill comes up so that's where we are uh we're out of time uh, <laughs> i had i but here's the thing I made my point when we started because I knew this was going to happen. I was like, I bet we're going to run out of time trying to talk about this. So let me make my point up top. My point was this is uh, largely being touted as a good thing. But what we should note is that it's 23 years late. And right. like many of the good things that this country does, it's late. And I know we say often the saying is like better late than never. But when it comes to climate change, when it comes to racial justice, when it comes to just social justice in general, there's no such thing as better late than never because lives are in this at stake. It's because sometimes when you're late, you already made your choice. Well, I mean, like if it's better late than never, tell that shit to George Floyd. Tell that shit to Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah. Tell that shit to Breonna Taylor. Tell that shit to Eric Garner. Tell that shit to all the people who are dead right now because you were like, you know, dragging your feet on climate change. Like, all <laughs> Imagine, imagine if you like called the fire department when your house is on fire and they showed up and your house is completely gone and then they were just like, better late than never. It's like, oh no, we can put out the embers though. Like, <laughs> Bitch, we made s'mores. <laughs> we had time to have an entire barbecue before you got here. Our community has never been closer because we cooked on our fire of our house. Fuck you, firefighters. <laughs> but in all truth and honesty, uh, it, it's, 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 that, which is why when re-election comes back up, what's going to happen is uh, dem Democrats especially are going to point to this as being like, look what we did. And Republicans are going to point to this and be like, you know, look, look what we did. But what the truth of the matter is, is that this was 23 years late and it would not have happened if, excuse me, one party with the ex the majority of power decided to act in the people's interest and then drag the other party forward. I'm not saying that we should only have one party in or not, but I would make note of the fact that if Democrats had not had the power that they did in both the House and the Senate, we wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. We would just be talking about how our roads are falling apart and how our bridges all suck and how we're afraid to drive over a bridge because no money's been spent towards it. That having been said, uh, hold your people accountable. Like, if they, if you have an elected official say some shit to you about this, make sure you ask them why they didn't do this in 98 when we all knew the roads were fucked up. And they're like, I wasn't there in 98. I'm going like, to bring okay. a megaphone to with me to Washington, D.C. and be like, why did this happen in 1998? No, here's what I want people to do. Ask this question at town because there are a lot of these representatives who are up for re-election in 2022. Ask yes. this question at town halls. Ask this question during their debates. Ask this question online to them on Twitter. Ask this question during their campaigning. Yeah. If we've known since 1998 that our infrastructure has needed roads and has needed money, why are we waiting until 2021 to actually invest in it? And if they're like, well, we didn't know because Democrats had a majority for fucking two years and Republicans had a majority for the same amount of time. So in either case, you had the opportunity to do this shit and you didn't. So why the fuck do we have to give you credit for doing it now? Mm -hmm. Having said that, uh v <laughs> we're space to end <laughs> if people want to find you <laughs> well um i just want uh, i just want to say uh shout out to jeff bridges uh what the only bridge we can count on <laughs> the only bridge we can count on um if jeff bridges wants to say hello to me on instagram or twitter he can find oh, me sure. at uh, and only Jeff Bridges. Chatty. Yeah, I mean, if you're not Jeff Bridges, I guess you could say hi to me as well. But particularly Jeff Bridges, just like, just be like, hey, like, give me a shout out. You know, maybe, Slide maybe give a shout, DMs, give, it, give it, give a shout out to to Mike. He's my dad. He loves you. Uh, but you, you, he's not on Twitter, so you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at. Uh, <laughs> 
V Chatty, that's V E E C H A T T I E. Uh, and Jay, uh, if Jeff Bridges wants to say hi to you, where should he go? I need Jeff Bridges to slide into my DMs. Uh, <laughs> real talk. Um, I think my 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 hall pass <laughs> with, with in my relationship is Lavar right. Burton. Um, nice. It's not Jeff nice. Bridges. It's Le- I think it's Lavar Burton now. I, <laughs> I just I feel like that's that's how if Lavar Burton, if you're out there and you're like, okay, like let's talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, <laughs> I really am thinking about Lavar Burton a little too much right now. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm like, whoa, what, what if he does hear this? Oh, my. Uh, <laughs> at adjective underscore J, uh, both on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find the show at uh, Frowntown Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find yes. us at Frowntown Pod uh, on Twitch. So twitch.tv front slash Frowntown Pod. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. Leave us five-star reviews. We appreciate that. Don't give us no punk-ass four-star reviews. We don't yeah. appreciate that. Uh, and Be a also, hero. Five-star reviews. Yeah. Be a real hero, not a cop. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's pretty much it for us. I, I also hold, hold your fucking politicians accountable. Don't let them make this a win. This is not a W. This is this is so not a victory. A victory would have happened 10, maybe 20 years ago. Um, That's pretty much all I have to say. I'm actually really furious about all of this, if you can't tell. Man. <laughs> the news. You know what helps calm me down more than anything else? Oh, is it uh, FCON? It's motherfucking FCON. Yeah. <laughs>